Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast, with America's mustache. Look at this mustache. It's phenomenal. Before I shave it off, I'll probably shave it at the end of the week or maybe in like two weeks like that. I think maybe I'll do it up. I'll have my wife, Keely, do my mustache in the red, white, and blue. I need need America's mustache to have the red, white, and blue for at least a couple of days before I shave it because I'm going to be shaving in the next few weeks. I typically grow the uh, mustache once a year in honor of the late, great Stan Pazzioli. My dad had the greatest mustache of all time. It was a phenomenal stash. So every summer, I grow the stash in honor of my father, and it's all its glory. And I'm about a few weeks away, or maybe maybe the end of next week, I'll, I'll shave it off and I'll grow the beard. I think it's time to grow the beard back in. All right. On today's podcast, we got to talk about Tom Brady. Was Tom Brady making fun of Joe Biden, or was Tom Brady making fun of Donald Trump? Should athletes stay the fuck out of politics? Also, I've got this audio that I have to play for you guys of a of a student um, a student pilot that the fucking engine gave out and he landed the plane. I watched the video of it. If you haven't seen the video. Google student pilot lands plane or or engine gives way. You have to see it. But I got to talk about Tom Brady, and I'm going to play Tom Brady's comments at the White House. And I'm really not sure. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm usually very positive as to where I stand on something or how I feel about something, and my opinion might be changing on on the the topic of visiting the White House and how I feel about visiting the White House. And I don't know if we've lost Tom Brady. Tom has been a conservative his whole life, or maybe we just lost him on the on the Trump boat. I don't know. But before we get to that, plus I got to talk about Britney Spears. Not Britney in general, but how I feel about conservative ships. And how I feel about morons that blow millions of dollars because they don't know how to handle money. Because they were never taught. I'm one of those morons. I'm one of those idiots that made a lot of money. A ton. A shit ton of money. And didn't know what to do with it because I grew up poor. So I thought you get money, you spend money, you burn it, you turn it. Whatever. Some dude said, what's up, guy? I'll tell you what's up. This is what's up. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What's happening? What's happening? I'm a savage. Classy. Megan the Stallion. If you do not know who Megan the Stallion is, and I expect my audience to not know who Megan the Stallion is, but you need to go look her up. She is on the cover. She's a rapper, a female rapper. She's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. There are a few other people on the cover of, uh, of Sports Illustrated, things that I don't give a fuck. I think they have a transsexual woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Not for me. I'm all set. I want women. I don't want fucking girls that used to have a dick on the cover of fucking Sports Illustrated. I'm not into that. It's not my thing. 
It's okay if it's your thing. If you're into it, cool. You can buy that. Uh, no one really, right? Does anybody buy magazines? You can look at those photos. I will not be looking at those photos. I will be checking out Megan the Stallion. Check her out. Go to her Instagram. She put up photos of herself. My wife gets pissed when I talk about Megan the Stallion because she's like, oh, what do you have a crush on her? Katie might be upstairs listening. Bro, I'll be, I'll get my ass kicked. You gotta be quiet on that. But I do like me a little some Megan D. I'm a savage, yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet, yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty, yeah. Acting stupid, what was happening? What was happening? I'm a savage, yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet, now, someone just said that it should be a sports athlete. Listen, it's Sports Illustrated. Yes, it should it should be a, a sports athlete. But I don't think it's been a sports a- a- athlete for years. I think it's always been... It's been a model for the longest time on the cover of Sports Illustrated. For the longest time, it, it has been some kind of a model. And this year, I don't know, they choose the transgender woman. Transgender be- meaning uh, you were a biological boy and now you're a female. Not my thing. Not for me. Uh, there was like 1% of the population out there that digs that. I hope they sell the shit out of that magazine to the 1%. I'm not into that. Um, but check it out. I, 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 this is a, this should be an alert. This is like a red hot man. Uh, no, wait, wait, it's not a red hot man, dude. If you want to see, wait a second. If you want to see a hot man, if you want to see a man in all his glory... And all his dad bodness, you could go to my Instagram, at SpazWEEI, and I posted two videos of myself topless. Well, you know what? There's probably a, a 2,000 videos of me topless. I'm topless in almost everything I do. Except for when I do the podcast. I should be topless. With, you know what? Fuck it. You should be topless when doing the po- It's hot down here. Why would I wear my shirt when I'm doing my podcast? No one fucking watches the live feed anyways. Everybody is listening. On Instagram, I mean, not on Instagram, everybody listens to my podcast. 90% of the people listen to my podcast on Apple Podcast. Out of the 3,000, for example, yesterday there was like 3,100, or today, 3,100 and something streams of spazzing out America's podcast. I know, I'm a fucking savage, dude. The podcast is killing it. Hopefully you'll get up 3,000 something ain't enough. We need 10,000 a day. I need 100,000 fucking streams a day. We'll get there with hard work. But the point is, no one... Like, 10 people will watch it on Instagram and Facebook, which I don't get. I, th- I would think that the people that listen to my podcast on the way to work would be like, oh, fuck it, let me catch it live, but whatever. There. Yeah. So why even have a shirt on? I hardly ever wear my shirt. It's summertime. Who the fuck wears a shirt in the summer? If I need coverage, my mustache will cover me. I have plenty of coverage from my stash. Fucking shirt in the middle of the summer. Fuck that shit, bro. I'm a savage. Fuck it. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet, fancy, moody, nasty, acting stupid, what was happening, what's happening, alright, that's what's happening, check out Megan the Stallion, she is on the cover of Sports Illustrated, if you're a fucking man, if you're still a man, and you still have balls, and you're not scared of your wife, about what your wife might say if you go and look at a girl that you'll never fucking ever meet, that you'll never talk to, that you'll never see in your entire fucking life, then go to Megan, it's the, the, Megan, the, T-H-E-E, Megan, T-H-E-E, the Stallion. Check her out. Alright, a couple of quick stories, and then I gotta get to Tom Brady. We have to talk about Tom Brady. 
I, I don't know what the fucking deal is with TV. Someone just asked about the radio. Yes, tomorrow morning I will be on the Hillman Morning Show. I will be on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. So if you're listening and it's Wednesday right now, you can listen to my podcast and you can listen to me on the radio on WEEI. But yes, Me- Megan uh, Spank, uh, my buddy Frank says, that literally my buddy from fucking Woburn, Frank says uh, Spank Bank material, 150 fucking things. Funny about, you know what? Funny about that. And I'm not trying, I can't go in a different direction really with the podcast, but do we really need a Spank Bank anymore? Spank Bank would really be like you'd, re- you'd remember something. You'd remember a girl in your head. You'd remember a, a, a picture of a Playboy Playmate. Now, the, the, your phone is really the spank bank. The phone, if you need something, you have everything you need right on the phone. There's no need to remember anything. You just need to have your fucking phone with you if you're, gonna, if you're going to. I mean, now listen, I, I, I have a wife. My, my wife's going to kill me. So whatever. Dudes, we jerk off. That's it. Period. Hands down. If you don't, you're lying. If you're up here, let me solve a mystery for the women that are listening to this podcast, and then I will move on. If you say your man, if your man says he doesn't jerk off, if he doesn't pleasure himself, he's full of shit. He's lying to you. Every man in America does. They don't stop. They won't stop. They'll be doing it until they fucking die. They will most likely have just had a goddamn heart attack and be in the hospital on their deathbed. And when the nurse leaves the room and they get a goddamn moment, one of the things they will be doing is masturbating. They will do it hands down. So if your man says he doesn't do it because he's worried that you're going to get mad, he's lying. And I don't worry about that shit. I, I get along. Me and my wife have a great relationship. I tell her, she tells me how she feels. I tell her how I feel because I'm a fucking man and I have a set of balls. And I say, yes, yes, I fucking masturbate. Yes, yes, I do. Yep, yep, period. Done. All right. Moving on. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classic. All right, all right. We got to move on. Um, I want to play this audio. So we got, I got to get to Tom Brady, but I want to play this audio of this pilot. So there is a student, there's a video going around of a student pilot that was flying one of those Cessnas. It's one of the, the small ass fucking planes. The planes that, that are like, you, you get in it and you're already worried and it's fully functional and you're already worried that you're going to die. The engine fucking dies on the guy while he's in, the, you have to see the video because he ain't like, like he's up. I don't mean, I don't know anything about altitudes and how high the guy is, but he's high. He's above, way above the trees. I mean, the dude's in the fucking sky, and the engine gives out, and the guy lands the plane. It's unbelievable. He actually landed the plane. You have to go Google the video. Go look look up, uh, you know, p- plane gives out or something like that. Some of us pro, you got to get rid of the stash. <laughs> the stash is the best, dude. America's mustache. So I want to play this audio clip of the situation. This guy is up, thousands of feet in the air, super high up, and this is the interaction that he has with the radio tower. I'm losing my engine. I'm sputtering in and out and losing power. I've pulled carb heat. Everything else is in the green. Looks like my oil pressure has dropped. All right, well, you can proceed direct to the runway uh, 117 Tango here, clear to land, and um, I'm ready for you. Okay, uh, it's coming back, and I'm losing it, and I'm over a residential area. I don't have a lot of places here. I have lost full engine power. Dude, full engine power. I have no engine. Uh, Roger, no engine. Uh, we got guys coming to you. I got uh, Charlotte notified, and they're coming to you, 117 Tango here. 
Roger. I'm uh, looking for a field here. I'm going to try to drop in. Roger that. I'm uh, going to attempt a landing in a field right now. 117 Tango here, Roger. I notified Charlotte. They got people sending uh, as soon as they can to you. I have touchdown. Touchdown. You have to listen, dude. I have no engine. When he says that, right? So if you can go find the video, when he says he has no engine, the fucking propeller stops. It stops. And then for the rest of the video, the thing doesn't kick back on. I would be freaking out. And this guy is full, and he's a student. It's it's not like he's been flying for years. He's just learning how to fly, right? He's a student fucking pilot. Logging hours so that he become an official pilot. And the engine gives out. I have no engine. The dude has no engine, and he's calm. Cold as ice, like it's no big deal. And then he landed the plane in the field. No fucking problem. I'd have, I'd have shit myself. I, we're all going to die. That's what I, I would literally say to the fucking guy back at the... the I mean, we're all going to die. Tell my wife and kids I love them. I'm out. Peace. It'd be over. You have to look it up. I have no engine. I have no engine. Please, for the love of God. For the love of God, go check it out. All right, let's get the TV. We'll get to... Someone just asked me a question about COVID. Real quick. Let, let me let me give you my thoughts on, on COVID, and then we'll get to Tom Brady. Um, COVID, it's... Plain and simple. It's here to stay. COVID's not going away. It, uh, people are going to get COVID from now until, until the end of fucking time. It's not going away. The vaccine doesn't kill COVID. The vaccine doesn't keep you from getting COVID either. What the vaccine does, in my opinion, as Dr... As, as my mustache as a doctor, my, as, according to Dr. Mustache, from what I understand, getting vaccinated prepares your body to know when the coronavirus has got inside it, so therefore your body can fight it off so that you don't get deathly ill. There will be spikes in COVID. 100%. Here is my theory on why everybody's freaking out about COVID right now, because the liberal mutants want more people to get vaccinated, so they're going to start threatening us with shutdowns again. They're going to start talking about, we're going to shut shit down if you don't get vaccinated, because their vaccination plan isn't working. Joe Biden promised he would have 70% of the country vaccinated by the 4th of July. It didn't happen. Before that, hear me out, before that, Joe threatened the ultimatum. If you want to get back to normal, get vaccinated. That worked. A bunch of people went out and got vaccinated. Then they started giving away money. That didn't really work. Here in Massachusetts, not that many people have signed up for the $5 million, $1 million winner per, five one million winners. Now... To get more people vaccinated, they're going to threaten shutdowns. The fucking shutdowns aren't coming. COVID's not going away. People are going to get COVID all the time. You're going to get it. People will get it. 5% of the population every fucking year is going to get COVID. You have a 95% chance of not getting it with the vaccine or without the vaccine. If you have the vaccine, allegedly, what it does is it pops you up. uh, It props. it, It pumps you up. It pumps your body up so that you... Don't get deathly ill. So if you've already had COVID, you should probably actually be in the good because your body knows what's up. I don't care if you get vaccinated or not. Don't give a fuck. I'm not one of those people that, that'll argue with you. I could care less. I, your, your, your life. I literally don't give a fuck what you do with your life. You do what you do. I do what I do. I do not care. Period. All I could tell you is that any hysteria or any pumping of uh, rollbacks is all a scare tactic, in my opinion, to get more people to go out and get vaccinated, period. That's it. 
We're not shutting things down anymore. Things are not getting shut fucking down because 5% of the population are going to get sick. Things shouldn't have got shut down the first time around because 5% of the population got sick. Shouldn't have happened. More people were affected by the shutdowns than were affected by deaths. More people lost their businesses, lost their jobs, and we gave up a shit ton of rights and slid slowly into becoming a socialist or more a communist society, giving up uh, our our dependence for, I'm sorry, yeah, giving up our independence for dependence on the government in form of a paycheck, in form of extra benefits that are not going to go away, that these people are going to continue to need and that the government will gladly fucking give you. There. There's my piece on it. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done on the fucking COVID talk. I don't... Listen, COVID is serious. I don't... COVID is serious. If you get COVID and you are uh, not a healthy person, it's bad. It's fucking bad. If you get pneumonia and you're not a healthy person, it's It's bad. Okay? It doesn't have to be COVID. It could be fucking pneumonia. It could be a cold. If you're already sick, and you're already a high-risk person, if you get pneumonia, if you get a, a, an average cold, if you get a leg infection, you're fucked. It's a tough situation. So it's not just COVID. But COVID's bad, so please take it serious. I, that, that's my opinion on it. Yes, yes, I, you should take it serious. Please do. But if you're healthy, and you get it, you're most likely going to be fine. The, the death... The, the 95%, 97%, 98% of people are fine, dude. They're fine. If you get it, it's like getting vaccinated. At least that's what I'm told. At least that's what Senator Rand Paul will have me believe. And the guy's a doctor, so I'll take his word for it. It'll have me believe that if you already have had COVID, then your antibodies are built up. You don't need a vaccine. But if your body antibodies aren't built up, you should probably get the fucking vaccine to build your antibodies up. But if you are healthy, if you're young and you're healthy and you're not worried and you'd like to take a shot and say, hey, not take a shot and say, fuck it, I'll, I'll run the, the risk of maybe getting it or not, that's your choice. Please, it, it's your choice. I don't care. All right, let me get to Tom Brady. This is getting late. All right, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they went to the White House. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots did not go to the White House the last time they won the Super Bowl. The last time Tom won the Super Bowl, he didn't go. Donald Trump was the president. I don't know how you people feel about it. This is how I felt for the longest time, and I felt like this for the better part of 20 years, that I don't care who the president of the United States is. I don't care who the president is. Whether he's someone I voted for or I didn't vote for. Whether he is someone I support in his views or not, I have always believed that out of respect for the United States and out of respect for the office, if the President of the United States invites you to the White House, you go. That's what a man does. A true man can go and meet his adversary. A true man can go and meet the opposition. I would take that opportunity to do it. If I were invited to the White House, I would love to have a conversation with Joe Biden and talk to him and give him my views on the world. He might not listen. He might not give a shit. But that's what I would do. I would go. I would never miss the opportunity to go and meet, a, 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 and, and meet with the sit, sitting president, ever. Now, I would say, I got to play Tom Brady's comments because I don't know who he's making fun of. I don't know if he's making fun of Trump 
with Joe Biden. Now, I would say, I, I'm in my older age, I'm starting to, to, to change my thoughts on how I feel about going to the White House. I, I still believe, no matter who the president is, you should go. But I'm starting to think that if we don't stop playing by the liberal mutants' rules, we're going to lose. <clears throat> For example... The reason that players didn't go to the White House when Trump was in is because they were liberal fucking mutants. And to me, I, w- I felt like that was disrespect to the country and disrespect to the president. But I would have felt the same way if someone didn't go to see Bill Clinton. I would have felt the same way if someone didn't go to see Barack Obama. I would say, you know what? That's disrespectful to the country. That's disrespectful to the president. You have to go. The problem is America has seemed to let the people that didn't go visit Trump off the hook, America didn't care. America didn't give a fuck that people weren't going to the White House. And now, because Tom Brady, who didn't go to the White House a few years ago, has gone when Joe Biden is president, it has emboldened the liberal mutants to make them think that they were right. To make them think like, yes, see, even Tom Brady has come to the White House and he wouldn't go when Trump was here. It drives me nuts. So I'm, I'm torn. Because I think maybe the new norm, the new way to do things is that Republicans, us conservatives, need to start acting like the liberals. We need to, start be, we need to be willing to do the things the liberals are willing to do to get a point across. And we're not. Because we have morals. Because we have values. Because... We believe you should stand for the national anthem. We would never fucking not stand. We believe you should salute or, or put your hand on your heart or honor the flag. We believe, no matter who the president of the United States is, if he calls us to come to the White House, we come. Because we respect our country, we respect our president regardless. But now I'm starting to think we need to play by the liberal mutants' rules. Maybe we have to be willing to do the things that they're willing to get our, our point across. I'll never disrespect the flag. I'll never stand, uh, uh, sit for the national anthem or kneel. But what I'm trying to say is, this kind of woke, it, I kind of got woke by the liberal mutants that are coming out and, and making a thing about Tom Brady visiting the White House and him not visiting when Trump was in, saying that they've won. They feel like they've won. They feel like they're justified and not going to see Donald Trump. And what's worse is Tom Brady has now set the standard because he is the championship standard. So Tom Brady has now set the standard of, hey guys, it's okay to come back to the White House now that Donald Trump's here, not here. That's how I take it. Tom Brady has said, hey, athletes, the White House is cool again. Come here. I don't like that play. I don't like that look. I don't like that look on Tom. I thought Tom Brady was one of us. I thought Tom Brady stood in line with our values. Then I and I listen, I thought I was torn and I said, "You know what? He's probably just going. He's probably just going to go. His teammates want to go. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll go." The NFL probably reached out to him. The Biden administration probably begged him was like, "Please for the love of God, come." And Tom is like, "Hey, you know what? I'm not trying to get all political." I'm going to go. I'll go. But then he made these comments. He made a joke. And I don't know who he's making fun of. He made a joke about the election. And I don't know. I don't know if it's about Trump 
or if it's about Joe Biden, I'll play the audio from the White House. It didn't look great there. At one point, we were seven and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. Um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40 percent of the people still don't think we won. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. All right, listen to the joke again. Uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand you understand that, Mr. President? See, Tom Brady makes a joke about 40% of the people still don't think we won. And then he pauses for Joe to say, I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? Listen, let me be clear on this. Anything that was said at the White House today was scripted. This joke doesn't just get out there. It was scripted. It was talked about beforehand. It's like an SNL bit. It, it's Kimmel. They called fucking Kimmel and they were like, hey, I know that's not SNL. They called the, the Kimmel show and they called Jimmy Fallon. like, hey, we need someone to write us a joke for Tom Brady about the election. And it was scripted 100%. No way in hell this was off the top of Tom Brady's head. No way in hell he thought about it beforehand. No way in fucking hell would the Biden administration ever let someone speak candidly at the White House. So it was a setup joke. And if it's a setup joke, and the joke was set up by the Biden administration, written for Tom Brady, with a pause for the president to say something, then clearly it is a poke at Donald Trump, in my opinion. It's clearly a joke made at the expense of the former president. It is clearly Tom Brady telling the athletic world that it is okay to come back to the White House. It's clearly Tom Brady. Listen, if I'm Donald Trump, and if we know Trump pretty well, Trump will, I, I mean, you know, Trump will publicly say Tom can do what he wants. That's it. Tom's out. Fucking Brady's out, dude. He, he just shit all over us. Um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand you understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. You understand You hear the pause? There's a nice fat pause. Um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. Still don't think we won. There's a pause because Sleepy Joe was like, Tom had to look over at Joe be like, hey, that's your cue. That's your cue. That nice fat pause. We won. I understand that. You <laughs> yeah, I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, Later, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. All right, and then he makes another joke, which is another shot at Trump. It's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? Now, again, set, it, it's all a setup. It's all an elaborate ruse to make it seem like it's okay to come back to the White House. They figured out a way to get Tom Brady to come in. They figured out a way to have Tom Brady make it seem like the White House is cool. Like Tom, like, like fucking Joe Biden is cool. The whole scenario was odd. It was weird. Joe make, Tom makes this comment, and if you could see the video. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> now, you have to go back, go, go find the video, and Biden puts his hands up. It's, it's all a big fucking setup, but I don't understand why. I like to critically think on these things. Why would Tom Brady do this? What does Tom... I mean, listen, you got to follow the money. Something must have happened. Somewhere along the line, Tom Brady decided that he was good. They, they, listen, there's a line in the fucking sand, guys. You're either a Trump guy or you're a Biden guy. There's no in-between on this. 
There was a goddamn line, and Tom just stepped over the line and joined allegiance with the Biden administration, making it, letting the rest of the athletic world know, hey, it's okay, come to the White House. Cracking jokes at Donald Trump's expense. Listen, I'm not one of those people that thinks about the election and is like, oh, you know, it, it was uh, that Trump actually won. It, it, listen, it, it is what it is. They beat us. The, the fucking Democrats beat us because they were better than us. They knew that mail-in ballots were going to be easy to fraud to, 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 to commit fraud, and they did it, and they did it well, and they did it better than us, and we're morons for not realizing that. For months leading up to the election, the Democrats were out harvesting votes and making sure people were filling out fucking ballots. Stupid-ass Republicans were sitting back going, we're going to get rid of it. They were challenging the mail-in ballots in court to try to get them thrown out instead of taking advantage of it. Immediately, day one, if I was part of Donald Trump's strategic team, the day they legalized mail-in ballots, I would have been like, this is fucking glorious. Let's hire a bazillion people to go door-to-door and make sure they fill out ballots for us. But we didn't do that. We thought we were going to win in the court. Like fucking morons. And while we were arguing in court and spending millions of dollars to try to fight it, the Biden administration and the Democrats were dumping millions of dollars into sending people door to door to make sure that they filled out the fucking mail-in ballots in favor of Joe Biden so that they could have 100,000 ballots to drop off at 3 a.m., when we should have had 200,000 dropped off. Morons. You gotta play the way they play. If they're playing dirty, you fucking play dirty. Think you're gonna win it. Ah, it it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. You got outsmarted. You got fucking outsmarted in that election. Drives me absolutely bonkers. They started calling me Sleepy Tom. They started calling me... Why would they do that? Why would they do that to me? Why would they do that to me? So this White House visit is a big win for the Biden administration. I don't know what they got on Tom. I don't know what they offered Tom. I don't know how they flipped Tom. I don't know how they brought him in to actually be somewhat political. And he wasn't that political. He made an offhand joke, but the joke was intended to make fun of Donald Trump. There's no two ways about it. And how can I be so sure? And how can I be so definite about it? Because the Biden administration would never allow anybody to speak at the White House without knowing what they were going to say. They would not. This was written. It was a script. I'll bet you it was rehearsed a few minutes before. Tom came out and was like, hey, I'll say this. Joe, you'll say this. That's why there's a fucking unnatural pause from the joke. Tom drops the joke. I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. One, two, three, three seconds later. It's probably less than that. It's probably a second later. Sleepy Joe is fucking half awake. And Tom has to look over like, hey, you're supposed to say something here. You understand that? I understand that. I understand that. And it's all a big joke and everybody laughs and ha 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 ha. We all have a good time and a good night. Completely scripted BS. Absolute garbage. Not a thing gets said at the White House without being passed by the Biden administration, without being written by the Biden administration. I'm pissed off at Tom Brady for it. It's a bullshit fucking move, and I don't understand why. And I wish, let me be clear on this, I, Spaz, you sleeping? Sleepy Spaz? Yeah, I'm fucking sleeping. And I wish that athletes would just stay out of politics. Play sports. Throw the football. 
win Super Bowls, win championships. I, I, I like you, Tom, because you stay out of this shit. I love Michael Jordan because he doesn't really get political. Jordan donates money to political causes, but he never really makes comments. He doesn't get LeBron on your ass. That's why people don't like LeBron James. I watched Space Jam this weekend with LeBron, and the movie actually wasn't that bad, but I fucking hated it because I hate LeBron James, because every time I look at him, I, I just, I'm like, this motherfucker, it's got some political commentary to make, and it's like, bro, just shoot the fucking basketball and shut up! So, I'm pissed at Tom. I'd like an explanation from Tom Brady. I want to know why he chose to open the door back up to going to the White House, because that's what he did. Tom Brady is... If you have to look at athlete, athletes in the United States, Tom Brady is the top athlete. He is the top guy. If Tom Brady does it, everybody else is cool to do it. Tom is saying, hey, it's cool to go back to the White House. Come on back. Come on back. And years ago, Tom Brady was like, hey, it's, it's, don't go to the fucking White House. And for years, and I still kind of feel this way. I don't have a shirt on because it's fucking hot as balls in my basement. For years, I've always felt this way. I don't care who the president is, a Democrat, a Republican, doesn't matter. If the president of the United States asks you to come to the White House, you go out of respect for the country and out of respect for the office. Period. You fucking go. Somewhere along the line, liberal mutants, liberal mutants made it okay for you not to go to the White House. They accepted that bullshit. And we're still not hanging these, but not really hanging. It's topless dad. We're, we're really not hanging these people. We're, we're not... We're not still pissed that people didn't go to the White House when Trump was in and disrespecting the company, uh, the country. It's not about Trump. It's about the disrespect for America. And now Tom Brady solidified it. He made, he made the, he, the fucking mutant liberals win because Tom went. If he had not gone... It would have been glory. I wish Tom didn't go. I wish he did not go and, and set a statement to the liberal mutants to say, hey, you don't want to come see my guy? I'm not going to go see your guy. But he didn't. He went. He made it okay not to go see Trump. By him going, he made it okay. And now he's also made it okay for all athletes to come back. Absolutely pisses me off. And 100% the joke was about Donald Trump. So for those of you that, that are laughing, that are Republicans, that think it was a funny joke that, the, that Tom was taking a shot at the liberal mutants, he wasn't. Because the joke had to be pre-approved. The joke was scripted. It was written for Tom. Tom was handed exactly what he would say. Or Tom could have wrote it. But he had to pass it in to be screened by the liberal mutants to make sure he wasn't going to say anything off the cuff. Wasn't, wasn't going to say anything bad about the Biden administration at the White House. Tom did a disservice to most... To mo he just did a disservice to the country by validating the fact that it was okay not to go to the White House when Donald Trump was president, and it's not. Doesn't matter who the president is. Literally, the world is looking at us laughing and they say these people don't go to see their president when the president calls. What kind of a fucking leader could the president be if you won't go and see him? What kind of a country does this country have strong leadership? It's buffoonery. It's disgusting. Honestly, it's downright un-American to me. I don't care if you like the president of the United States or not or not. 
a real man would go when the president calls upon him to serve this great country, whether it's a meeting at the fucking Oval Office or a meeting outside in the Rose Garden, you get your ass up and you go and meet the president whether you like the guy or not. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, Radio, Odyssey, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Please share the podcast. Go to Apple Podcast, type in Spazzing Out America's Podcast, S-P-A-Z, apostrophe N-O-U-T, and then share the link with someone. Thank you guys for listening. God bless. God bless America.